Welcome to episode 171 of the Mid-Off Cricket Podcast. Mid-Off, because by midway through, you'll probably want to switch off. I'm your host, the LeBron James of Cricket Podcasting, <laughs> because I've hung around for far too long trying to prove I'm better than everyone. <laughs> Mick, and let me introduce you to the rest of the team. Next up is Australia's number one Nathan Lyon fan and our resident groundskeeping guru. Welcome, Alex. All right, lads, should I start singing We Are the Champions by Queen <laughs> yet, or is that later? Not quite. The... We'll get to that later okay. on. All right. <clears throat> Next up is our second-generation gloved artisan and resident cricket coaching guru. Welcome, David. Not anymore. Um, <laughs> gone down in a blaze of glory. You're full retro here, Nick. I like it. Yeah, I've been listening to the old podcasts and working out how much you get wrong, Ross. But anyway. What <laughs> uh... <laughs> in your life do you have to do that? <laughs> and lastly, the man trying to convince his children running through the woods with a map in one hand and a compass in the other is actually fun. Welcome, Roscoe. <laughs> That's not a retro one about me. No, well, you don't have any. a retro one because you were yeah. just the host with your radio <laughs> voice. <laughs> I was going to say that you, you sent through a lot of um, predictions about what was going to happen, that most of them came from me. And I was thinking, well, that's because I was front and centre just owning the show and you guys were too timid and shy to actually speak up and be involved and be part of it, as I recall. You were the Juddy and we were everyone else at Cal. Yeah, you definitely, uh, you were the host. First first 100 episodes. (laughs) Crippled. He's still upset Gorinda Sandu hasn't played 100 tests, Roscoe. (laughs) Yeah, and you should buy more off spin. I can't believe you were on him so early. I thought it was a recent thing that you've been saying ridiculous shit about Gorinda So the first episode is September 2015, and Ross is making some very grand predictions in the first couple of episodes. (laughs) Seven years. Yeah. Like he, he couldn't believe uh, seven years ago Zampa wasn't getting a game. <laughs> yeah. oh, I was sort of right about Zampa. Yeah, he's a gun there. He went to tour Bangladesh and it got cancelled and he wanted Zampa to play then. <laughs> you know what happened seven years ago? Someone created a YouTube channel. Seven years later, they're probably a fucking billionaire. Yeah. <laughs> We're still doing this at 8 p.m. on a Sunday night. For 45 listeners or whatever. That's no, a bit more than that. Yeah. 70, 70 listeners. Actually costing us money, not even making any money. Oh, yeah, we sold me those um, stubby holders, Paul. Uh, uh, still ongoing. Still got back stock, if you will. Haven't got any. Just no one's paid up yet. Still no. waiting for payment. It's yeah, funny okay, that enough. we don't have any... Um, uh, people giving us money because we set up all those like and subscribe buttons. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine we cared. We could probably make it. Oh. Yeah, I know. Oh. We make like could, one modicum yeah. of effort other than Mick, obviously, it does effort every on, week. But... 1 a.m. to 3 a.m. on SDN, you know, every second Sunday or something. That's like, it. We could have made it. Mm. Um, and speaking of uh, pe- things that people weren't paying attention to and that people don't care about, the Australian team has been playing some ODIs in Pakistan <laughs> yeah. in the last week or so. Um, and I think the number one people that didn't care about it was the blokes in the yellow tops in these ODIs. But yeah. um, so all three, all three of them were played at the Garth at the Gaddafi Stadium, which is in the city named after your mum, Lahore. Um, and... <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's going back to our roots, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, so we had the first ODI. It was about a week ago today, pretty much. Uh, the Pakistan boys won the toss and elected to have a bowl, and they chose... Poorly, as Australia would make seven for three hundred and thirteen. Trev Head would open the batting with Finch would make a, would make one hundred and one. 
Uh, Benny McDermott would also get 55. And at the end, too tall Cam Green would get 40 red. Too tall Cam Green. So, so uh, sort of mucked up there, Mick, just to talk about the batting innings. They really should have got 350 in that first game. They yeah, Finchie uh, was very slow trying to get himself into some form and it did not work for the big fella. Were they 175 after 30? Mm. Yep. Oh, should have made 350. Yeah. Double it. That's the conventional Double wisdom. After Double it 30. after 30. Yeah. Mm. Mm. So uh, from a Pakistan perspective, uh, Harris Ralph took two for 44 and Mahmood took two for 59. Not one of their bowlers went at, at less than five and over in that game. When Zampa style. Yeah. <laughs> so um, yes. in reply, Pakistan would make 225. And it's something that has surprised me in all these one day is Imam Al Haq, the um, fucking Ed Cowan of their test team, just made the way <laughs> as slow as humanly fucking possible, made 103 in this ODI. And uh, Baba Azam would also make 57. Uh, it was Ross's man, Adam Zampa, taking four for 38. Should have been the test side seven years ago. And Trav had just proven <laughs> when it's your day, it's your day. He got two for 35 as well. One of the best all-round performances for Australia in recent times. Ever. Travi. Mm. Yeah, probably ever. I don't think um, uh, Watson ever did anything near that. No, that's true. So, so um, oh, Faulkner yeah. probably did once. Yeah. <laughs> Michael Bevan, maybe. Uh, so the Aussies. Nah, are... I refuse to believe Bevan did it. <laughs> so the Aussies are win by 88 runs. Uh, man of the match, surprising no one, is uh, the job, Travis Head. So well done to Trav. Uh, so the second ODI was also all these ODIs, same venue in Lahore. Pakistan once again won the toss and elected to bowl. And once again, it looked like it looked like they had chosen poorly until they batted. But uh, so the Aussies make eight for 348. So uh, conceived in the sex tape, Benny McDermott would make yes. 104. Trav Head would get in the runs again, getting 89. And Marnus would get 59 as well. So uh, pick of the bowls for Pakistan was Shaheen Afridi with the Buffont would take four for 63. And Muhammad Wazim will get two for 56. Um, so in roof, so the, uh, Aussies would have gone out pretty happy having a bowl there. Yes, Roscoe? Yeah, once again, they should have got 350. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, those two uh, runs. I blame Finchie for not getting those extra runs. <laughs> uh, good gun. Good one. So uh, yeah. Pakistanis in reply would get uh, three, four for three fifty-two. Uh, Big Baba Azam would make one fourteen. Big Imam Baba Al-Hak, Azam. Imam <laughs> Al Haq would make another ton, making one hundred and six. Uh, Zamba will get two for seventy-one. Sean Abbott will get none for seventy-four off nine overs. For those playing at home, that meant he went at eight point two two and over. Wow. Chef's kiss. Yeah. Pakistan win by six wickets, but as we know, under the Karenti system, it's four wickets because they didn't bowl Australia out. <laughs> uh, man of the match, uh, surprising no one, is Sean Abbott. No, it's not. It's <laughs> 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 Sean Abbott. So the third and final and deciding ODI for the um, Grinder series, I think this one was. Yep. So yep. test the TikTok and go to Grinder. I think the T20s are some Bingo. other like weird I'll, thing as well. I'll guarantee over there it ain't Grinder. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think, yeah, I don't, I'm not going to say anything. So yep. Come off right. yep. <laughs> Correct on. decision, Michael. Yeah. <laughs> so the third ADI, once again, Pakistan won the toss and elected to bowl. I'm, I'm seeing a pattern here at this point. Um, 
the Aussies would just decide collectively to go, we really want to go home, which isn't pointless in this one because there's a T20 to come tomorrow. Yeah. So they, they couldn't go home early anyway. But one, they would get rolled for 210. Travis Head would miss a slower ball full toss to make a golden duck. And judging that it was him, he I'm pretty sure he faced the first ball. This was the very first ball of the entire fucking innings. Yeah. Yes, Roscoe. It's a massive call, isn't it? First yeah. ball of the innings, bloke who's made a ton and 80. Yeah. Oh, bowling the full toss so slow ball. ball. <laughs> and swung a bit and mm. not doing the off stump. Yeah, so he got none. Uh, Finchie would get none. And, oh, they, and then Ben McDermott would get not many either. So that would be three for six at one stage, the Aussies. Went full West Ivano there, got three for six. So, uh, so the pick of the batting for the Aussies was Alex Carey would get 56. And Sean Abbott would get 49 down in the Jeez. tails. So uh, Harris Ralph would get three for 39. And Mohammed Wazim would get three for 40 for Pakistan. Uh, Pakistan chased it easy. They'll get one for 214. Uh, Barbara Azam would get 105 red. And Imam <clears throat> Al-Haq would get 89 red. Nathan Ellis, Alice, who the fuck is Alice, will get one for 38 for the Aussies. Jeez. So the Pakistanis win by nine wickets to win the series. Man of the match was Barbara Azam. Man of the series is a bit of a toss-up, I reckon. You got Barbara Azam made 276 runs at 138. That's good. Or Imam Al-Haq made 298 runs at 149. Oof. So, yeah, they can... Uh, they can have one can have the front half of the car and one can have the back half of the car. So. Was that an elect- like a, a EV a car? What was, was that? Was it an electric car? I think it was. It was some yeah, new type thing. Yeah, because they're making it on about. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if underneath it's like an '87 Camry just with another car, like put over top of it. <laughs> new yeah. shell on it. That is a throwback to the good old days, of the 1990s, where you yeah. a car from the yeah, dirt the bike, two-stroke dirt bike or something. <laughs> Take that back to Australia. Uh, Richie Richardson, I think it was, got me into the series and was driving the car around. <laughs> The thing from a disappointing point of view is I don't think there was a KFC bucket at the one days or there was no one hit it, so no scholarships either. Uh, no, there was every time they hit a six in the one days. Why did they just have that in the test? They would have given away far yeah. less than the than the one day, as you'd imagine. And, uh, maybe because they didn't hit it and they're like, We haven't given it. Yeah, maybe we'll just <laughs> still had mm. the great ads in the one days too yeah. with the sense of prices prices right showcase set just on the boundary line. Well, I heard there was a thing going they didn't really promote it very well but if you had an all run four you got a fridge so nice. yeah. <laughs> yeah you know what i'm really looking forward to the aussies bouncing back in a solitary t20 <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. saving yeah. some facebook you know right. getting some honor back a series so, win after one t20 <laughs> fuck me uh, so um, the big thing to come out of this series it's bricks yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> I heard they have six brick shorts and the hospital's not getting built, but that's yeah, just that's no, what I heard. Yeah. Well, I'm getting online now and donating. If we all, <laughs> all of us and then we get two extra friends and yeah. things going ahead. Yeah. So. Or none of us and six of our listeners do it, then yeah, we're even right. better. And then we'll give you some money to us too. Yeah. yeah. We'll give you a pair of socks and a bloody stubby holder. Yeah. Go on Redbubble and buy a t shirt, you fucking tight asses. Yeah. Mike Hazeman is going to donate a load of bricks, but he's a couple short. So. <laughs> 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 but I'm boom. 
All righty. So uh, probably the big thing to come out of this from an Australian perspective um, is what do we do with a problem called Aaron? So Finchie is struggling. There's no other way to put it. I love the big man. I would love to see him get to come back to Australia and retire in the World Cup that's coming up for the T20s and go out that way. At this point, I'm not sure you can do that, unfortunately. But So it's going to be very interesting to see between now and then, how they handle what's going on with Finchie. Well, it's a different uh, game. He could be a T20 yeah. I captain and not mm, play yeah. one day as. Yeah. They, well, that's a possibility you know, as well. Steve Wall was captain. They shipped him off of the one day setup too. Yeah. Like, They've just, all got like a round Australia fucking farewell tour, though. Are we going to nah, get that? Steve, not the one day. Not no, one that was day, just the tests. They're still Australian yeah. captain, you know. <laughs> But um, I think, like, yeah, like I said, I still think Finchie might get to the World Cup, but I wouldn't I, – I it's not I think. I hope he will because I just think well, – I hope that he gets that chance. But I'm not 100% positive that he will. It'll be very interesting to see what happens there. The other question – sorry. Yep. Has he made any runs for the Renegades recently? Did he make like a 50 or 100 <laughs> in like a one game and that was it? Uh, yeah. He only played about four at the end. He didn't play many. Yeah. Yeah. Hasn't made runs in like a year and a half, I reckon. Mm. See you, mate. Yeah. Well, one thing we know from park cricket is that that's not a reason to drop anyone. That's a good point. If he's mates with the coach, he'll be fine. (laughs) Yeah. And if he looks all right in the nets, it's good enough for him. He's not out of form. He's just out of runs. Yeah. (laughs) That's true. Just his, his hands again. He's, look, he's oh, never looked better in the nets. He's yeah. never looked better. Yeah, when did Cam Green get caught jerking like, off? When did Volker <laughs> get caught jerking off? Yeah. <laughs> So I think what the issue is that if it was just his hands that were gone, he might be able to find him again. But I feel like it's his footwork, his timing, and his eyesight yeah. were gone. So it's oh, big three. That bad when he got smashed on the pads. Oh, oh, those those, LBs, look, those oh. LBs look so fucking bad. He nearly head button point. Yeah. His head was so far over the bloody front foot. <laughs> I've seen 60 year old blokes playing lower grade cricket. Their head's not that far forward. Yeah, he's in see, trouble. I think you're trying to project one game onto another, and he could come out in this T20I and make like eight or nine runs. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really cement really yeah. spot. Yeah. yeah. 200 strike rate. That's what you oh, want. Four, yeah. yeah. Oh, four. Nine or four. Take yeah. a lap of honor in the game before you go up. Jump in the back of the. <laughs> now we're out the high. I'm retiring. On a high. It'll, be like the, it'll be like the Bob Quiney eight. It'll be some of the, one of the greatest eights you've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it'd be special. It'd be like uh, some blokes make a duck in their last ever game. <laughs> <laughs> better than Bradford. Better than Bradford. Look at that strike right here. Eight off drop four. Him nine off four. Uh, uh, <laughs> there'll be like all those stats. If he if he'd made ten off of one, well then his overall strike rate would have been one hundred and sixty five for his career instead of one thousand four hundred and sixty. Not out. He would have had an average of six. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, all right. 
Yeah, so the other T20 is on. Yeah, not the other. The only T20 is on tomorrow or on today or on three months ago, depending on when you listen to this. But uh, it's on It's on uh, April. And I know it's tomorrow. It's April the 5th, actually, Australian time. Yeah, it's, it's um, so it's two days away. It's, yeah. it's what I call peak time slot for Australian yeah. viewers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so if you're whacked out on meth with the TV on, make sure you got it on KO so you can watch the T20. <laughs> oh, all right. So, we, um, we certainly have a niche audience, don't we? Whacked out on meth cricket lovers. So we'll move away from talking about uh, meth and cricket in Pakistan and we'll go to Alex who's going to take us around the grounds. I'd rather meth. <laughs> <laughs> Might get your heart rate going a bit higher than this segment, Paul. <laughs> um, so we, we this is also a bit of a listener feedback. Uh, so Chris Bullock, um, fantastic friend and listener of the show, suggested oh. I do a bring the round the grounds back and talk about yeah. Gaddafi Stadium. He did mention. Must have words with Chris next time. We need to look into <laughs> why it's called Gaddafi Stadium, but I'll get to that. Um, I think it's a tribute to the former dictator of Libya, isn't it? Probably 45% <laughs> through my um, little segment here, Ross, that we'll get to that. Okay. So previously called Lahore Stadium, it is 100% owned by the Pakistani Cricket Board, which is a bit weird. Usually cricket boards don't own grounds. You know, normally yes, they have their own trust. And- yeah, normally footy leagues own them, like Marvel Stadium in Melbourne. Yeah, Absolutely, yes. Alex, they more- were talking... Sorry to interrupt. You're right, mate. Go. Uh, they were talking, Romy's Raja, who's some sort of director of cricket in the PCB, was talking about that's one of the issues they have because they own the stadiums and they only get used for cricket. And yeah. so they can't really make, um, well, it's just they're trying to monetize it a bit, but they yeah. really don't get any other use. And they're the owners. They're not like owned by the council or anything like that. PCB own the grounds. You would think. It's not the fact that they're owned for cricket is a problem. It's the fact that there's no cricket in the country due to everything else that's been going yeah. on. Yeah, yeah true. Yeah, true. <laughs> I would say maybe open it up to different sports, for us, like lawn darts is probably a good thing you could have on yeah. a cricket field. And also it would aerate the lawn at the same time as you're getting a bit of money through the... Yeah, it's good. Space between where they put the LED signs and then they have that high, six-metre high fence or whatever... Yeah. Which is at the edge of the grass? Is that yeah. space there? I yeah. actually looked at that and thought that'd be an ideal for a, a greyhound racing track. Ah. Yeah, I think so too. Or speedway, get some yeah, um, sprint cars in there. Yeah. I was thinking like you just have like fifteen coits like setups <laughs> around the boundary. The <laughs> but the, probably <laughs> that because the whole ground needs to be completely silent at all times for anyone to be able True. to throw a coit. So yeah, unlike Test cricket, where the bloke loses his mind if a bloke in a yellow shirt. 15 bays yeah, to yeah. the left of the side yeah. moves. Yeah. A, fal- a falcon swoops down yeah. to pick up a fucking fish a <laughs> kilometre away. I also wonder, Mick, if um, the stadium would hold enough people for that sort of exhibition. That's true. Mm-hmm. The other problem, true. the other problem Pakistan might have with making them coit stadiums is they've got a rather young population, as we know from experience. <laughs> Coins is a game for the rather <laughs> aging population. So it's a dying sport, <laughs> not only everywhere, but in Pakistan as yeah. well. All right. Mm. So the capacity of uh, Gaddafi Stadium, 27,000. Um, that is due to it being so redesigned. Seats. <laughs> that is due to <laughs> being redesigned for the World Cup that was hosted, 1996 World Cup, where they hosted the final. Oh, yeah. 
So it used to have a capacity of 60,000 people, but in the redesign, it went down to 27,000 because they oh. put plastic seating in it. So I found mm. that interesting. It's not often you redesign a, a stadium and it gets less capacity. Well, it is when you go from standing room to seated. Yeah, true. But that even if you went happen. from even if you went from those old school wooden benches to single seats, you'd lose space. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, you have to. I did like that ground. It's got one of those enormous scoreboards right in front of a stand. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Yeah, just zero percent yeah. views from those. Cheap tickets, though, Ross. Cheap oh, tickets. Yeah, really. Um, it's the first in Pakistan to be equipped with modern floodlights that have their own standby power generators. Whoa, whoa. Yeah, yeah like I know. Gamma. I know. Um, it was designed, it holds the headquarters of the Pakistani cricket board in it. It's designed by architect and civil engineer, a man of two hats, Nazaruddin Murat Khan, and constructed by the Mian Abdul Khalik and Co. in 1959. It was, as I said before, it was renovated for the 1996 World Cup, where I didn't realize it hosted the final. The 1996 World Cup. And here we go. It's named Gaddafi Stadium in 1974 in honor of Libyan leader Colonel Muammar Gaddafi. Following a speech he gave at the second organization of the Islamic Conference in Lahore, and he spoke in favor of Pakistan's right to pursue nuclear weapons. So after this speech, as an honor, they named the stadium after him. Now, in 2011, the Pakistani Cricket Board discussed renaming the stadium following Gaddafi's death and subsequent drag through the streets as everyone belted the crap out of him. One of the craziest <laughs> things I've ever seen. <laughs> yes. Like, that oh. reported on the BBC. <laughs> drag through the streets, people belting the crap, crap out of him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate, no, but in that weird high-pitched conf- yeah, yeah. correspondence. <laughs> Belling the crap out of him. That know. weird Pommy accent that's not quite a Pommy accent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Only foreign correspondents could have it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, to support the... So in 2011, to support the new Libyan government, they thought about renaming it. They didn't. But in two in this year, they will rename the stadium um, and get rid of the Gaddafi name once and for all. But oh. they're going to name it after a sponsor. So they're just finding that sponsor. And uh-huh. along what you were saying, Ross, um, they needed more revenue or more ways to get revenue. And they were thinking this sort of the sponsorship of the arenas um, is a way of getting a bit more money through the coffers of the Pakistani Cricket Board. Yes, Paul. I thought you were going to say they were going to change the name to the Pol Pot Stadium or something. <laughs> <laughs> go with another dictator. <laughs> Kim Jong-un Stadium. Yeah, another yeah, horrible despot. It's a little bit surprising that in the interim, before they find a sponsor, more, I don't have an issue with them finding a sponsor for granted. They haven't just called it the Lahore Cricket yeah. Ground or something. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. How is it Dr. fucking Pepsi Stadium yet? Oh, no, True. I'm, is... I'm imagining it'll be something yeah. along those lines. The, the red icy pole. Yeah. <laughs> the sensor dynamic. Yeah, look. look I, I Colonel mean, we, Sanders chicken coop. Something we like, laugh at on. all these sponsorship yeah. names. Yeah. But right. what, the second biggest ground in Victoria is called Marvel Stadium. Yeah. After yeah. fucking superhero oh, comic book. Oh, no, that's, uh, that's a byproduct. It's because it's an architectural marvel. Yeah. <laughs> that's why it's yeah, called sure. that. That's why they just do Spider-Man fucking That's why the grass won't grow in it. Because it's an architectural fucking marvel. 
Marvel. That's well, fucking the Wasp <laughs> versus Ant-Man shit going on there every second week. Alex, just on the side that my laptop goes flat very quickly, and I just checked, and it doesn't have an Oscar battery. So that's probably... Uh, Osaka battery. Osaka. Ah. <laughs> advertising just doesn't work on like such no, a large mind as yourself, Ross. You're a mess to it. Just advertising doesn't work on Oscar me. batteries, but it was yeah. Osaka. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I have a sip of my beer. Ah, my teeth. Oh, I wish I had some sense. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So a bit of a history around the cricket that's been played at the ground. Um, yes, in 1968 and 77, these two test matches were affected by riots. Oh, wow. At the ground, which is pretty nuts. There's been three hat-tricks at the ground. In um, fairness, that bloke was fucking plum. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, local cricket riots. <laughs> um, three hat-tricks at the ground. Peter... Petherick from New Zealand in 1976 took one. Wasim Makram took one versus Sri Lanka in 99. And Muhammad Sami took one in an unknown date, according to Ooh. Wikipedia, which is always correct. Yeah. Interesting, then. Did he really take a hat-trick at all? Yeah, mm. true. It's a good, nice proverb, like, does a bear shit in the woods? If Muhammad Sami takes a hat-trick at Lahore and the date Stadium, is unknown. and the date oh. is unknown on Wikipedia, did it happen? Hat-trick of hat-tricks. Yeah, yeah, good point. Um, Paul. It is. It's um, very interesting to me. Uh, 3rd of March 2009, uh, as we know, Sri Lanka cricket team was attacked outside the stadium at Liberty Roundabouts by our militants, and eight players were injured. Uh, so that's probably the biggest sort of news story, sort of event thing to come out of the ground, I think, and horrible, which, as we all know, put an end to international cricket until 2015 uh, in Pakistan when Zimbabwe played there. Uh, the venues also held some matches as part of the Blind Cricket World Cup in 2018. Nice. Which I didn't know. So some stats. Highest test total. This is just some test stats only because I didn't want this segment to drag out too long because you've oh, got too much shit. <laughs> uh, highest total is 699 by Pakistan against India in 1989. The lowest total is 73 by New Zealand in 2002. Mm. They were... New Zealand must have been shit in 2002 because the highest individual score is by Inzi, 329 versus New Zealand in 2002. Chris Cairns must have been throwing that one. (laughs) Allegedly. Allegedly. Um, So this is a very interesting stat about the uh, ground. So there's been – so of all the matches won at the ground – Four matches have been won by the team batting first and 15 have been won by the team batting second. Interesting. Which might have changed recently because I'm pretty sure Australia won batting first. So it might be five now. Mm. Um, Can we guess the end names of the ground, Flats? Well, one would be the um, city end. City end. Yeah. Mm. No. The Yamam end. No. All right, is good. There, Not as funny gags as I thought that had come out of us comic geniuses. So well, I'm one end, like as we know, one end's got a church at the, at it. Yeah, and in that church is a steeple. Yeah, yeah. And in that steeple, there's a bell, and as yeah. we know, that's the bell end. Yeah, perfect. Thank you. That's <laughs> what I was waiting for. Can I, have a, can I have another guess? Yes, you can, Ross. Um, the River Thames end. <laughs> <laughs> the Vulture Street end. No, um, incorrect the, both. Uh, Front road the, end? The um, Cricket Academy end. They seem, they put, did a pullback shot. There seem to be cricket grounds everywhere. The, the Libya end? No. <laughs> the nuclear weapons end? 
Yeah. <laughs> Warhead end, yeah. yeah. Uh, the it's pavilion good. end and the college end. Wow. Way. It's interesting it's a pavilion end because the thing's pretty much, you know, circled yeah. in the yeah. entire pavilion. The same stand. Yeah. yeah. The one thing I didn't know that's interesting Old about pavilion. these Pakistani grounds is they don't seem to be stands named after people, but they have, like, it's the Wasm Akram enclosure. Yeah. 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 So weird naming convention. Yeah. And it looked like there was like one stand that had well, it was like one wing or one yeah. side of the ground that had like five different enclosures. Yeah, it's like the... it's like bays were named after people, not yeah. actual stands. Yeah. yeah. It's not as good as Hobart's steps of glory, though. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> Shitty so the weird they get. Uh, I still I think have... it's weird how they sorry, Alex, that they Here put the they put the LED lights out on the grass. Yes. And then there's like 10 metres of grass, and then they have that cyclone fence on the edge yeah. of the grass. It's a the massive ground. Yeah, yeah. It's Enormous. huge. It'd be yeah. bigger than Waverley yeah. would be, I think. Oh, it's just it, massive. It's not like where the LED lights were, that that was a normal size ground. Then it had yeah. another 10 metres, at least more like yeah. 20 metres in some places to get to the actual fence. Hmm. Can't imagine yeah. hitting a six back in the day on it. Oh, fuck. No, mm. no way. Not with those like really small bats they had back then. Oh, it's it's no. only they, bat size. They're actually, they're actually a collection of matchsticks is matchsticks glued together. Yeah. So I had a look at the um, uh, Google reviews as I usually do yeah, for no, this, and there was there was nothing really that special other than yeah. some bloke said five stars, food was bland. <laughs> okay. Five stars, but the food was bland. Yep, the scene was great, cricket. but the fucking food, geez. Nothing about the cricket, just the food was bland. A lot of people complaining about the excessive security at the ground and stuff like that. So I think that's uh, compared to, say, like, um, hey, a pack. Guess uh, yes, what, that bloke? Yeah. Uh, there's probably a reason for that, mate. So <clears throat> just sit back and go, thank you very much for the excessive security, Chieftain. Yeah, I think it was it maybe comparing it to the PCL. Uh, oh, PSL, so PSL uh, ah, compared to a test, test game being played there. Uh, yeah, but <laughs> just the ligament, PCL. comparing it to the ligament. Oh, good. Pakistan right. Cricket League. That yeah. is uh, my round of grounds with Alex for this week. I'll probably pick it up again, I think. Uh, yeah. like on your other podcast? Or this <laughs> hold, hold on to your fucking hats, lads. <laughs> hold on coming. to your butts. Yeah. <laughs> if they're like that, it's fine. I thought yeah. that was all right, mate. Yeah, that oh, was all thanks. right. Your validation means so much to me, David. I bet it does. I bet it does. More succinct, uh, I think. <laughs> All righty. So from there, we're going to move on to the Women's World Cup final, which uh, happened today as we are recording this. So um, we for- are the champions, <laughs> my friend. <laughs> No, I won't continue. Yeah, people listen to this immediately when it comes out too. So. Oh, yeah. They want to oh, what they do right, is record games of cricket, wait till they listen yeah. to our podcast, and then they watch the games of then cricket. Then they go, oh, we won. I'll go back and watch that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They've given me all the stats, every single stat of the game, read out. And I'll I know how exciting this is going to be now, so I'll go. And watch it. <laughs> they're they're going to tell me 
that Rob Key and Michael Cashbridge did a live ad read at the yeah. wrong time yeah. in on day four just before lunch. Yeah. And now I'm going to go back and listen to that. Yeah. yeah. Well, a bloke by a Pakistani bloke was drinking a, an orange cordial while his wife next to him ate an icy pole. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> All righty. So, <laughs> All right. So, yeah, so we've got the Women's oh. World Cup. So, the final was today. It was held at the Hagley Oval in Christchurch, where the mighty Australians would take on England. So, Australia got into the final by knocking off West Indies in the semi prelim, whatever they call them, at this stage of the World Cup. Fucking and, smashed them, too. And England yeah. got in by beating the Sappers. So, um, Sappers choked. What a surprise. Oh, big time. Mm. In the semi Yeah. I think Herschel Gibbs is coaching the South African women's team. Yeah. Made a time. So, um, England won the toss and elected to bowl. And... As we'll soon find out, they chose poorly. So Australia would make five for 356. Uh, it was oh. Alyssa Healy doing all the damage, basically all of it by herself. She would make 170 Fuck. of 138 balls. That is go. the highest individual score in a World Cup final ever passing the 146 that Adam Gilchrist made in 2006 or seven, I think seven. it was. Seven. seven. Some yeah. people don't make that in a tournament. Yeah. <laughs> she got 500 runs for the tournament. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So broke uh, Rachel Haynes' record this game. Yeah. Yeah. Rachel Haynes broke it like at the start of the game. Yeah. Went, I'll just make 170 and be. Yeah, so Rachel Haynes going in, she she got 68 runs and going into this had the most runs ever in a World Cup. And then Alyssa yep. Healy said, oh, fuck that, hold my beer. And she knocked <laughs> that off. So, uh, yeah, so Rachel Haynes got 68. Beth Mooney also got 68, according to what I've got written down. I assume yeah, that's right. right. Yeah. Um, so uh, for the uh, English girls, uh, Anya Shrubsoul would get three for 46. And Catherine Brunt would go out of her way to make sure she did not bowl one in the fucking batsman's half. <laughs> I've never... She's like that Wagner bloke. Everything was fucking <laughs> short. But it's at that pace, like, because she just, like... It just sits up and goes, hit the fuck out of me, please. <laughs> yes, Alex. Um, I, I just wanted to say there's a period of time, I think maybe halfway through the huge partnership of, like, 200... Yeah. Or just under 200 runs that... um. Healy and Beth Mooney had that they were just doing whatever they liked, yeah, stepping they outside wanted. leg, hitting it yeah. over cover, like yeah. just oh, we needed a boundary this ball. I'll just hit one, and yeah. it was just amazing to watch. It's just it was class amazing. above. Yeah. yeah, there was a period there from about oh, why well, turned it on when Healy just I watched it a little bit, but then I turned it on for a good patch of time just after Healy got a ton. So from when she got a ton through to one hundred and seventy. That period of time, they were unstoppable. They were hit, over after over, they hit three fours in a row. Mm. <laughs> they had the Kate Cross, the keeper was standing up mm. to the stumps to Kate Cross bowling. And it's like Alyssa Healy would hit the first ball for four, like a drive. Second ball for about three overs in a row, she just flicked it over the keeper's head. And yeah. they just, they just, the field, the, she had like her favorite shots. One was the flick over the keeper, the ramp. No one was ever they, they yeah. had the fine leg up and stuff. It was weird. The feeling, the number of times too, she'd hit it in the air, and the fielder would get it on the first bounce, 
like five meters. It felt, felt oh, like yeah, I saw that a couple of times and I was oh, watching too, like just waiting yeah. for it to come to them. Like, <laughs> that's Brunt went fucking yeah, central. Yeah. Like, that's great. <laughs> went full local cricket. Style. Feel that pain because I fucking did that <laughs> yeah. to a bloke this year as well and fucking gave him a mouthful. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't understand it. They've gone for that many runs. Surely, if you just let it run through for four, because you'd go for the catch and you'd, yeah, you'd yeah, let it, it. And it goes through your hand or you miss yeah. it by half a metre. Oh, you're better off making the mistake trying to get the wicket oh, than vice versa. Some of those attempts. Yeah. There's another yeah. one. Tammy Beaumont went back. This was weird. I haven't seen this. She was inside the circle at yeah. um, fine leg. She went back with yeah. the flight sort of style. <laughs> she got her hand on it and went through her arms. And then it just ran away for four. She was only mm. halfway to the fence. Mm. I couldn't understand that. It's like she grabbed it and threw it. <laughs> I picked up pace off her head. Yeah, it picked up pace. <laughs> it just ran away for four. It was bizarre. But, yeah, they're fielding the shit and their bowling is all over the place. There's a couple of times, too, where they bowled down the leg side and went for four wides because the kick was up to the stumps. It's lovely. I think, like... The, the skill level of the batting made their bowling look worse than it really Absolutely. was. I mean, you're right about Brunt bowling a lot of short balls. He might have been a tactic, I think. Yeah. I mean, oh, she's, she's done it a... like she did it in a couple of other games I watched as well. So it's just yeah. the way she bowls, I think. Like it's, yeah. she's got this like it's aggressive thing. And it, you know what? And probably one in fucking five matches it works because people try to whack her and get caught. But... Yeah, yeah. So on the spots or something, mm. caught a mid wicket sort of bowling, yeah. I like, guess. Same as Wagner. Like he, it worked for him. Yeah. For a series out here, and then have you heard of him since? No. <laughs> yeah, it was just yeah, amazing to watch, and like an unbelievable start. You know, you one for one hundred sixteen, then two for three hundred sixteen off the forty fifth over. Like, it's like what do you like? There was game over then. They should have just yeah. you know. I thought um, Elise Perry wasn't going to have to bat or bowl in this game. <laughs> yeah, she, just to... she, she came out, and Anya Shrubsoul had been the only one keeping the runs down and getting wickets. And she took it for three fours in the last <laughs> over. Very, it's nice shots too. One, a cut shot between two fielders that they both ran after it and then it ran into the boundary line. Yeah, there was the flick off the... Oh, so not even a flick one, off the pads. It was right yeah, in the, in the box. Like she smashed it through mid-wicket. Yeah, smashed yeah. that one through mid-wicket, like the third last ball. That was that's, good That sort of skill level I never understand. From, like, I mean, I'm a shit cricketer, but I can't go out and just middle the ball. No. You know, wherever, you know, there's yeah. ball to me. Oh, there's a boundary ball. I can, you know, I need like 10 overs to get my eye. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's yeah. just an amazing skill level, next level yeah. sort of stuff. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, so in um, reply, England uh, would get rolled for 285. Uh, the only one who really put up any bit of a fight was uh, Natalie Skiva or Shiva or whatever. Siva. Siva. She got 148 red. Um, it was the spinners, Jessica Johannesson and Alana King, both getting threefers. Um, so, yeah, the Aussies win by 71 runs. So, um, yes, sorry, Roscoe. Man. Yeah, sorry. Interesting there. Like, she made 120 not out off about 90-odd balls or something. 148 off 121. Oh, there we go. Sorry, even more. If just one of the other like, – there's about four or five players that got 22, yeah. 23, 24 – if one of them had made a, a 50 or 60, they might have been in with a show because that's all Australia had, a ton of yeah. 260s. I mean, that's a huge ton, 170. But, um, yeah, if they just could have got um, a couple of those – one of those 20s is a half century and then a couple more of them as 30s or 40s. Yeah, it makes a massive difference. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, we should have took the sting out of the game pretty quick at the, you know, the yeah, first. Yeah, they were two for 20. First three, yeah, and yeah. If, 
bowled Danny White with an absolute jaff. You yeah. know what? You know what? She's like swings it in like eighteen yeah. foot, but hit leg stump and she pitched it like three foot outside off. But nuts. Yeah. Um, yeah, Alana King bowled quite well, I thought, as a leggy. Um, you know, I always love the leggies. Uh, but um, you were talking about the flick over the keeper, Ross, that Healy did. Nat Siver uh, did that, I reckon, especially towards the end of um, their innings. I reckon she tried that every second ball got away. Yeah. It seemed to be yeah. like it was a game It was just a single or a boundary. Not too many twos yeah, yeah. running that entire yeah. game, I reckon. There was a lot of that, yeah. Ones or fours, yep. Yeah. And also um, catches to the outfield that people, if they, yeah, I don't know, just, yeah. there seemed to be a real psychology in the England thing of just letting it bounce in front of mm-hmm. you. Forgot they could catch it. Yeah. Yes. Interesting tactics by Christ. Forgot Meg Lanning's name there for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like brought Ashley Gardner on, sort of in the semi death to bowl her first overs, even though having bowled the five sort of you know, set yeah. bowlers that she would have bowled normally and just went for the risk and it paid off. I mean, Gardner went for seven and a half and over but took a crucial wicket. But, um, yeah, very interesting to thought process to bring her on. Maybe they've got a good matchup or something like that. But She's just doing what she's doing what we ask in the test side, mate. She's trying to buy a wicket. That's all it is. Yeah, oh, true. <laughs> yeah, but, um, go, sorry. Yeah, no, go, right, go. I was like, yeah, so player of the match, um, which will surprise no one, was uh, Natalie uh, Siva from England. No, it wasn't. It was Alyssa Healy, unsurprisingly. <laughs> and she was also the player of the tournament. As Ross mentioned, she made a whole fuckload of runs for the whole tournament. Um, yes, yeah, so well done to Alyssa um, in that there. So, uh, yeah, so the girls will be having, as we've learned, they like to have a beverageino. So I'm sure they'll be having a few of those. Um <laughs> Over the next couple of days. Uh, they'll be having them to um, Angry Anderson's. We can't be beaten. I yeah. think it's playing on Andrews. Uh, uh, so i got a feeling uh, Mitch Stark is going to get a drunken phone call at some point in the next week. Pick me he'll, up, please. Yeah, he'll, he'll be driving to a... He's there. Driving, be, yes, yeah, he was right, there. Yeah. So he'll be driving to a pub somewhere in Christchurch to pick up about 17 drunk women. So <laughs> good luck. a minibus, I think. Yeah, good luck with that, Mitch. Uh, have fun, buddy. <laughs> and, uh, and like all the girls carrying Matthew Mott out to the bloody minibus too, I reckon. <laughs> uh, it's good to see him resting up, Mitch Stark. Mm. Good that he didn't play those one days in Pakistan. Yeah, we did. We had enough bowling, mate. You can see yeah. from you can see from those results, we didn't need any fucking. We didn't need anyone who's got like ODI fifers or anything like that, mate. Yeah. Don't need that. Cricket Australia being a good employer. Yeah. Employer. Yeah. I'll, I've dropped the Mitch Stark thing because actually he played every test, so that's fine. Well, Josh yeah. Hazelwood played one Ashes test and then played the first test in Pakistan, <laughs> and I know, okay, it wasn't in the initial plan that he was going to he was going to skip the ODIs, but when he played so little cricket. There and there, and they had COVID cases like Agar. He probably already left by then. But anyway, I, I just didn't understand after he didn't play the second and third test. Why didn't they say, "Oh, I guess people won't play us"? Whatever. Mm. I just thought it was stupid. Look at our bowling attack. Why yeah, they. Has- yeah. yeah, they do seem to manage the whole managing of bowlers. Just doesn't. It doesn't seem to be any rhyme or reason to it. it just seems to be like all played by ear. Well, what, and also, why did Warner not play these three ODIs? Right. Just, Don't know. He didn't play the T20s against Sri Lanka. I think he, he went. I think he was at that boxing. He was hoping that, that um, Barry Hall was going to knock Sonny Bill out. And it <laughs> didn't work for him. So. <laughs> didn't work for Barry Hall either. Did it? <laughs> 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 oh, 
Maybe Barry, don't, Barry maybe don't still, Barry Hall's still tasting leather as we speak. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hell. <laughs> copper in my mouth. Oh, yeah. like um, yeah, maybe don't box that. when you're like 58 years old, you dick. <laughs> paid to purchase that fight. And then it goes, you know, oh, that's mate. If you paid to purchase that fight, it doesn't matter how short it went because you're already a fucking idiot. But, <laughs> yeah. mm. I got some magic beans you might want to fucking buy too, mate. <laughs> Bloody hell. Uh, There's a lot of people in Australia that want magic beans. If you if you bought that fight and you invest in things that stupid, go to Redbubble and search for Mid-Off because you'll be able to find some quality <laughs> Mid-Off. Yeah, the baby bib. Bonnet. We've got some tea cozies. You can get a pillow. You can get a lovely Mid-Off pillow. They can't see it, Mick. You can get a mid off three quarter sleeve baseball style shirt, T-shirt. So, you know, there's plenty of stuff. Retro nightclub or wherever the kids That's go. That's it, yeah. Days. You can get a, yeah, you can get, like, yeah, so you can get a coffee embargo. mug. You can get a wall clock. You can just get like a bit of wood with mid off on it and it'll go on yeah. your wall. I can get whatever yeah. you want. Go nuts. Gun rack. Yes. Official mid off gun rack. Yeah. I don't even own a gun. Let <laughs> alone many guns that, that would facilitate an entire oh. rack. <laughs> 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 I don't That's know, silly. but they better not. Anyway, back to the <laughs> <laughs> shitty Beatles, eh? They're any good? They suck. <laughs> not just a clever name. All righty. So, speaking of shitty Beatles, let's talk about domestic cricket. So, um, the Sheffield Shield Player of the Year has been announced. And um, oh, speaking of shitty Beatles, yeah, Jonathan Merlow. In in one in one thing That's that short. can only be described as. Crabtastic, Trev, <laughs> Trev Dean has been named one of two Sheffield Shield players of the year. Hell! So Trav Dean made 395 runs at 49.3 with two centuries. So the thing that surprises me is the other bloke he shares the award with, Henry Hunt, the uh, brother of Mike, he, from South Australia, made 601 runs at 42.9 with three tons and a 50. And somehow that's the equal of Travis Dean's 400 runs, so, even, though, even though Henry got 200 more runs. But, yeah, so. Do the, how does it get selected? Do the referees know. pick or something? That fell asleep on know. the keyboard accidentally? Because it has something to do with votes and that. Because if it has something to do with votes, for example, say, the, the couple of games Trav Dean played, he probably was best on ground. Because yeah. He made, like, scores and stuff. But, yep. Yeah, it just it seems unusual. It must be votes. It has to be. It's Otherwise, be. yeah, it, it was purely be. stats based. He wouldn't have like it's a good year, four hundred runs at fifty, but it's not exactly fucking setting the world on fire. No. Yes, Ross. One of the complexities this year would be that they played a different number of games each time. Yeah, true. So it's Maybe it's weighted like club cricket. So like yeah. Henry Hunt because yeah. he's because he's at the sacker. That's like you get point eight of a point. It's like playing twos. Where Trav Dean plays Victoria, so you get full points. <laughs> Maybe that's just oh, mind boggling. I don't know. Henry Hunt's um, runs should count less because they're at the Adelaide Oval. Yeah, yeah. Karen Rolton Oval too. Absolutely. Oh, and he, and he, gets about twi- he gets about twice every game, which not everyone else gets. <laughs> <to do that. laughs> Massive advantage. Yeah. Uh. Alrighty, so speaking of Sheffield Shield, so uh, in the last few days, uh, we have seen the Sheffield Shield final being played uh, between WA and Victoria at the Wacker. Um, yes, yeah, so as we know, Sheffield Shield final goes five days uh, for the final. So we do so that. So as of recording, today's the fourth day, and we do have a day to go. 
and the Vicks are in big trouble, unfortunately, for them. Um, so Victoria uh, won the toss and they elected to bowl. Um, they saw Scotty Boland come back from through of Pakistan and be inserted into the side. They also saw the return of Will Pukowski, um from his concussion. That might have been the game before, actually, but he's in the side. Um, the only thing was we did not, unfortunately, get the great white hope in Marcus Harris because he contracted COVID after Justin Langer snuck into his spoon into his room and licked <laughs> all the spoons in the mini bar, and, and Marcus got uh, COVID. So it's dirty pull by Justin Langer to try and help WA win that way, but we know that he's not beyond that. So yep, that's yeah. <laughs> allegedly, allegedly. Yeah, so yeah, so the Vicks sent WA in, and unfortunately, it wasn't looking so bad um, until uh, the, num- the number ten made a fifty. Uh, but yeah, so WA got three eighty six. It was the dirty, rotten, cheating, fucking scumbag cunt Cam Bancroft will get one hundred forty one, um, and Donald Trump's favorite batsman Sam Whiteman will get eighty five. Um, and the previous mentioned number ten Corey Rocachelli will get fifty at the end of the innings, and that was like the first—it's his first first-class half century, and about the first fifty he's made in about five years from an interview I saw online. And oh, that, that's good. And that fifty would basically—it's basically the thing that will sink the Victorians because that fifty uh, meant the score they ended up making—they didn't get a bonus point. So, um, yeah, they fucked themselves while letting number 10 make 10 runs. Uh, 50 Ooh. runs, I should say. 50 runds, yeah. yeah. So, uh, sure the did. Chief... Sorry, Ross, you go. Oh, they sure did. They were nine yeah. for just a little bit over 300, and he got them yeah. over 350. Yeah. Mm. So, uh, yeah, so the Chief, Big Will Sutherland, would take five for 78, and Scotty Boland would get three for 80 in that uh, WA first innings. So, in reply, the Vicks would get 306. They just... Just not quite there. Pete Hanscom will get 80. And like we're talking about in the group chat, if he's about 24 right now, he would be in the test side. But unfortunately, he's a bit old because he's got a funky technique and that doesn't matter anymore. So he probably will get in there. Uh, Yep. No. Uh, And Mitch Perry would get 74 in the middle to lower order. Um, So, yeah. So Aaron Hardy, the... um, Former Footscray Brownlow medalist would get three for 54. I didn't realize he could still run around, let alone bowl quick. (laughs) Huge effort. And the Eiffel Tower, Joel Paris, would get three for 95. So as we speak, WA currently six for 313. Uh, Sam Whiteman would get 123 and is most likely going to be man of the match. Uh, And Aaron Hardy would get 119 red. He's still currently in. Um, Scotty Boland would get another couple of wickets, so they're two for 29. So as we sit here... The Vicks need four wickets to um, get rid of WA so they can have a crack at the total. WA are currently about 350 runs in front. Um, yeah, so those few wickets on a statistical point of view, things we like to talk about, that makes Scotty Boland, that uh, takes him into fourth spot for the most first-class wickets for Victoria of all time. So yeah. for all those people who seem to think like Scotty Boland has come out of the wilderness, he has like 279 first-class wickets. Yeah. And he's only behind Tony Dottermade, Paul Rifle, and someone I've fucking forgotten. I can't remember who it was. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so by, by the time he probably retires, he'll be second on that list, if not first. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so the Vicks are in trouble. I just – I don't know how they're going to get out of it. It'll take a big day tomorrow for them to even have half a chance. They can't chase 300. Oh, mate, we've seen, well, we've seen it in the – we've seen it in the, teach, in the um, 50 over stuff. They can't. So they, they can't <laughs> score runs quickly enough. Without going out, so it's just not yeah, going to happen, yeah. unfortunately. Madison needs a double tunnel, two fifty. Yeah, 
Yeah, so the uh, boys in blue, in navy blue, are in big trouble. Well, they're not really in navy blue, are they? Sort of in no, well, purple yeah. sort of Someone bought their fucking hats and... on Wish, and they are all fucking... <laughs> They all like this weird, <laughs> that weird purple color blue goes when you wash it too many times. Well, well, some of these guys have played about 10 fucking matches and their hats look like they're 150 years old. That's what happens when Cricket Australia puts more money into grassroots cricket. That the yeah. hats just, they, they yeah. lower the quality on the apparel at the top of no. the tree. That's so. what it means then. I don't want, I don't want, yeah, no. cricket. I don't want a donation to my cricket club. <laughs> Take that money and yep. give the cat, give the players. Better hats. Better oh. felt. Highest quality mm. felt mm. that you can get. Yeah. Disgusting. <laughs> IPL's on, did you know? Yeah, I haven't really been caring about that. Uh, oh. Just before we move on from the Shield, uh, WA, when they win, this will be their first Shield in over 20 years as well. Their first Shit. Shield victory. So. Was Joe Angel playing in their last one? He might have been. Yeah. So I think it's 23 years, so it's like 1998 or something Yeah, like that. it's quite tall, Joe, as you yeah. from memory. So, um... Quick, saying as you're talking about domestic cricket, I've just got a quick county update for yes, you. Yes, mate. So oh, numbers spot, and mate. stats, here we oh, go. No, no, no. Oh, it's fixed a, it, No, no, oh. it's not, no. It's about players. Oh, yeah. And this is an article from The Guardian, UK newspaper, talking up the start of the county season. It says, quote, there is a thrilling hand of overseas players to watch, including Simon Harmer. Yep. Big name. I know him for sure. Get around I him. What, I know what, what country, country he is. Is he a Saffa? He is a South African. Oh. Yeah. Kyle Abbott. South we all know he's a New Zealander. Yes. South African. <laughs> Muhammad Abbas. South African. Yeah, Pakistan. Pakistan is meant to be the world's best bowler. Did, did, I did thought he was Pakistan. In the test yeah. He is Pakistan. Yeah. Yeah, he when is. he went to the UAE and he was the, the world's number one ranked bowler or something. Yeah, yeah he, he looks like yeah, an but account. In fairness, when, he, when we went to the UAE, he's bowling a Finchie, so it made him look really good. He took yeah. a hell heap yeah. of wickets in when they toured England yeah. just before the COVID yeah. hit, I reckon. Yeah. And yeah. about the same time Ireland played their test at Lords or whatever, he, he they yes. played that series and he took a shitload yeah. of wickets. Yeah. We've okay. also seen how much he Englishmen value their wickets this summer, so that so it kind of does uh does it does all yeah. I'm too old for this shit, Murta. Like <laughs> Ted for or yeah. something at yeah. yeah. This um this thrilling hand of overseas players includes yeah. Hassan Ali, oh yeah, yeah, Harris Ralph, yep, uh, Muhammad Rizwan and Shaheen Afridi, right, so some decent test players there, yeah, um, Hashim Amla, oh, oh wow, still going, far yeah. Kmart Roach. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. He played for the West Indies in the test. Yeah. He'd be pretty old, though. And then um, Jackson Bird. Oh, <laughs> where are we? Uh, and Peter Siddle to finish. Oh, fuck it. He's not, still going not around. The fair that Peter Siddle refuses to stop playing cricket. Yeah. Bowling in a beanie, Pierre Siddle. Yeah. Mm. And the last one is not forgetting the greatest championship stalwart of them all, Darren Stevens. Oh, your man, Ross. Yes. Soon it says here, Darren Stevens, he of the Australian WhatsApp group, Stevo's gonna get you fame. So okay. since we're Australian, I feel like I should know what he's talking about there, but I have no idea. I'm not no in idea. the Australian group chat, though. I'm still uh, yeah. not good enough WhatsApp mates group. with everyone else yeah. in Australia to get yeah. in the Australian group. I am in at least four group chats, so <laughs> but not the Australian <laughs> I'm lucky one. you're not in the Australian one. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah, five's the breaking point. Up <laughs> it's critical mass. That's what they call it. Mick. The thing is, I don't understand this. I'll ask you guys. Would there be a, a Reddit group Australia that it might also be? Oh, R slash Australia. Oh, yeah. I don't know. 
It's got Mitchell Stark deep fakes in it and stuff. Stevens <laughs> <laughs> is soon to turn 46. He signed a new one-year contract at the end of Oh, not a five-year deal? Okay. <laughs> no, just, just one year. <laughs> All right. They're obviously not the Carlton Football Club there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Three years at everyone for no reason. Uh, but... Um, um, you yeah, just yeah. jogged. You just jogged a memory of me there for a second. So talking to Peter Siddle. So um, when I was listening to the Talek, I watched a bit of the Shield today, which might have been why the Vicks didn't take any fucking wickets because I was watching <laughs> it. Um, so in the coaches box, we had Darren Lehman, uh, Andrew Simons, and AB. So that was quite good. Listen to those yeah. three chatting to each other. Um, but they were talking about because obviously they're talking about some uh, great Premier cricket games going on and stuff like that. And um, this will probably tie into our next segment, which is local cricket, but we'll talk about it here. But they were talking about, uh, I think it was a couple of years ago, like um, Nathan Lyons, or it might have even been this particular grade final now in Sydney, that Nathan Lyons' home club had made it, but he hadn't played a game all year. So when they asked him to play, he said, no, that's not fair because someone will miss their um, chance to be a premiership player. And I don't think that's fair because they've been playing all year. On your nice. Yeah, and that just reminded me of, like, was it two years ago when Peter Siddle rocked up at Danny Nong and kicked that fucking bloke yeah, out of the side yeah. who played all year and played in the final? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, one type of person and another type yeah. of person. Yeah. <laughs> Old dolphin teeth, just kicking blokes out. And fucking <laughs> <having> to <go. laughs> when they do these uh, player ratings out of 10 for um, a series, why do they bother with half points? Yeah, I don't know. Do it out of 20 then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's how they get it down. They start at like 100 and they oh, just yeah. keep working it down. They go, right, 10 people. That's palatable for people. So yeah. that's how we do it. Yeah. So, yeah, like, the guy who's an eight and a half is really like an 85 out of 100 and they just yeah. keep bringing it down. Yeah, Nathan Ellis got a five. And sure, that's pretty high. Sure, never got 5.5, but he nearly made a 50. And Nathan Ellis made three ducks. Oh, you're looking at the Pakistan thing. Now, yeah. how did Nathan Ellis not get a two? He got <laughs> every time I looked at the scores, he got like one wicket for 40. <laughs> like he's getting uh, carted every time. That's the ODI series. They gave um, Marnus 4.5. So it's Stoinis 6.5. What does Stoinis do? Uh, he made yeah. in one game. He made like a forty until the wicket. So that's pretty good yeah. for him. You got, maybe it's judge. <laughs> maybe it's judge on their personal ability. So for Stoinis, uh, that's really like that might be like a fifteen to Stoinis. There's, yeah. there's a shit truck uh, waiting. Yeah, yeah on, on, the, on the the famous out of twenty scale. Yeah. <laughs> to adopt. Prefer to do it out of a prime number, Ross, as you know, yeah, yeah, out yeah, of seven. Twenty-three. Yeah. yeah <laughs> 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 we got an absolute maximum. We got twenty-three out of twenty-three. <laughs> Look, he misfielded a few, so I gave him a 21 out of 23. Uh, Actually, I couldn't decide, so I went (laughs) (laughs) 21.5. I thought it was a little bit better than a 21, but it wasn't quite good enough for a 22. (laughs) What was I to do? No, that's it. We need a four out of forty-six scale then. It's like the bloke who has a five-star rating and then decides, oh, that's better than five stars, so now it's a six-star rating because he fucking can't decide what he wants to do. Yeah. Mm. Just uh, giving out in whole numbers, foxsports.com.au. That's the, <laughs> oh, the pinnacle your, of player rating. Sort your fucking uh, life out, Fox Sports. It's where everyone <laughs> goes to to look at ratings. Made 23 runs at 7.6. Oh, yes, Finchie. Yeah. Seven and <laughs> a half. No, yeah. yeah with the, he made 23 runs at 7.66 with a higher score of 23. <laughs> <laughs> 
Mate, I'll play Kringle with some blokes who've done that. Don't worry. Fucking hell. Oh. And they gave him what score do you reckon they gave him? Four. Oh, ten. <laughs> he capped him yeah. well. Dead of 10. 4.5. So they're not using the 23 score. Yeah. 1.5. <laughs> 1.5. 1.5. They, they, they won the first Zero. game. He's at least got to get a two for that. He was captain and they won. You should get a two for that. Yeah. Oh. Here we go. He <laughs> out of sorts opening the batting. That's what he does. He opens yeah. the batting. It's, 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 it's his position. Oh. Mm. Yeah. He looked out of sorts, not bowling his, not bowling his off spin. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, head hurts. Travis uh, Head though, what do you reckon he got? Uh seven and eight. a half. Eight. Nine. Nine point five. He did make a ton and get some wickets, block. I suppose. Got, got an eighty. Uh, ben McDermott? Uh seven and a half. This is good. We hadn't read out enough numbers in yeah. there. <laughs> oh, <laughs> good. It's getting us to our quota. Quota. Nine. Nine. Oh, nine. Yeah. Oh, good. Concerning. That puts so much thought in it. Where's the non, where's an 8.5? I thought McDermott was more 8.5 than the yeah. yeah. You know when this would have been really good? When we're talking about the fact <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's not, not, not in between two uh-huh. segments. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, that uh, it would have been better as a quiz. Anyway, there you go. All right. All right. So let's uh, let's let's finish up. So we'll talk a little bit of local cricket. Like us, um, there's not really, like, there's a lot of grade. There's been grand finals and all this, but there's not a lot of stories getting around on social media about anything interesting happening. So I really haven't got too much for local cricket, but I will touch on, I've got um, the WA Premier Cricket Players of the Year. So uh, for men's and women's. So the men's player of the year was a bloke named Hamish McKenzie, who's a leg spinner for Subiaco Florite. He um, is just, park, you've got park cricket written all over him, even though it's grade cricket. He's um, a sloppy unit. With long kind of weird hair, un- with his shirt untucked. And oh, just, bullshit. Yeah, he's just, he's look That's him up. Crazy. If you get a chance, look him up. But yeah, he took 65 wickets at 13.32 this season. He bowled 284 overs in, in WA Premier Cricket. He'd also make 435 runs at 22.89 to be their Premier Cricket uh, Player of the Year. So well done to Hammer. Um, and for the women's, it was Rebecca West of the South Perth Cricket Club. She would get 642 runs at 40.13 and 15 wickets at 26 and a bit. So well done to those two. Um, also, shout out for Victorian Premier Cricket, where um, Carlton have taken home the Premiership in uh, that. That was happening today. So well done to the boys from Carlton. Um, hey, Andy Craig. A, yeah. So, uh, form, I guess. Yep, that's it. <laughs> so... Just flag blues all around. They're gonna, yeah. they're gonna do the Premier Cricket. A- they're gonna do the Premier Cricket <laughs> AFL double when Peter Dean fucking uh sorts Falls them off out. The platform. Yeah. <laughs> the Tato helper just brought him over the line. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so uh well <laughs> done. Saved a few falls. All righty. So anyway, so yeah, so well done to them. Um yeah, so that'll do us there. Uh so do we have any list of feedback? Uh, yep, uh, David said he's got to go. Mate. Yeah, so all right, good. That, he, oh, shit, it, that's no good. <laughs> so so he, he, he talks that little. It might, it might, that might class as listener feedback. Yeah. Oh, I'm, um, not sure. right. <laughs> I'm not sure he's still here. I don't know. think he is either. Cameras all righty, so that'll do us for this episode. Move to mid-off. another chair, I think. The uh, Mid-Off Cricket Podcast. <laughs> 
do us a favor and go on Redbubble and buy something. We need that 1.25 cents for everything we sell. So help help a brother out and oh, do that. I think uh, he's talking to hit the Travis I head. Just, I think. I just had a quick look on the spreadsheet, Mick. If yeah. we move out 80. Thousand units yeah. of t-shirts yeah. like the style you've got on, yeah. then we will cover our SoundCloud fees for the year. All righty. So you've heard it. You've heard it. <laughs> out there. You, eight, if all of you buy one t-shirt each, all eighty thousand of you that listen to us will be all right. We'll be I can hear you, boss. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> that sounds echoey, mate. We're really in a small weird. chamber. <laughs> Uh, all righty, that'll do us. Uh, thank you, one and all. Thank you to Frederick Harold Sock Company. Oh. As we know, Easter's coming up, and nothing says Easter like socks. So, you <laughs> socks. <laughs> all righty, in the words of Jim Cornette, thank you, fuck you, bye bye, everybody. Uh, uh, see you guys. Mm.